following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 34 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. Stank, I'm so happy that you're here. It's my first time seeing you all week. I know. I, I had to make the long journey. Uh, I got a few messages. People are saying, are you guys going to put on the podcast? And it's like, of course we will. Yeah, listen, uh, for all for all of uh, those people wondering, um, we will, in fact, be putting this on yeah. uh, regardless of the quarantine or not. Yeah. Um, we will have to next week's episode will be just a net home episode with dave and i yep. uh, we are six feet apart for those yes. of you guys wondering um but our feet are touching our feet are touching but that's you know every podcaster we're playing a little footsie uh next week we'll have that on and we will figure out a way to uh maybe we'll do some call-in guests you know yep. we're, we're trying to figure we're trying to figure that out luckily we have a state-of-the-art uh mixer that we can do all that wonderful yeah. stuff with um so we're gonna mess around with that have a little bit uh you know so have a little bit of patience with us you know within the next two weeks you know we'll have more people on and we'll we won't stop entertaining yeah listen society may be collapsing but we're here for the long haul so yeah because you know thankfully throughout this time um like the one thing the one thing that's been like uh consistent is there is no shortage of podcasts that you can listen to like i you know, I subscribe to a few Patreons, and luckily, like, so specifically, shout out to Davey, uh, Davey Portman and Braden Harrington of the Up Next podcast, who, um, you know, I've sung their praises umpteenth times. I, you know, they're my, my Canadian boyfriends. I'm always talking sure. about them. Um, like, they put out so much fun content. And my favorite part about it is because we're such close friends, it oftentimes just feels like I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, let's all three of us talk about the Matrix, you know? Yeah. And like every now and then they'll like mention me and I'm like, you see, it's like a real conversation, you know? Um, but unfortunately, Davey works, he, uh, he works at a bar. So he's been one of those people who unfortunately, you know. That sucks. He's been out of work. Braden right now, he works at a TV station. So he's still good. He's still fine. But um, if you're, fr- you know, if you've uh, liked the, the stuff I've done with Braden, if you're fans of their show and you haven't already subscribed to their Patreon, uh, go go over there and subscribe. You know, you can subscribe for as low as $2. And again, they put out so much so much content a week that yeah. I always forget, like, when they're recording. Like, I've had to tell Braden, like, let me know when you're recording what because I want to leave feedback for a lot of the sure. stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave feedback for their WrestleMania show. And then I look at my phone and it's like, Available now, uh, you know, Up Next Podcast posted Greatest WrestleManias. I'm like, huh, that was today. Um, But yeah, I mean, the one thing that's been consistent throughout this whole time and so many podcasts, uh, what's been keeping you busy this whole time? Well, because you've been, why don't you tell people at home where you've been? This is my first time seeing you all week. Yeah, so what my wife found out was, you know, at her work, she's got a, she works in a big office and someone in one of the buildings tested positive so i don't think we got it um but you know i told ryan i was like listen i want to be safe you know we have someone pregnant at the office and two people yeah two hey people. shout out well, maggie well, yeah she maggie, just had, yeah, maggie she just had, had her baby. baby um and i was like i just don't want to get anyone sick and so um and listen i know there's a lot of people that are kind of faking being afraid of corona just because they want to work at home until now <laughs> castro yeah 
until now it's really serious so um but yeah i didn't want to get anyone sick and i work from home mostly anyway so i figured just be safe so i've been at home this whole time and uh kind of like it's weird because not much is changing in my schedule but i'm looking around and it's like everything else is on fire (laughs) and uh so yeah we've been i'm getting a little bored because like when i'm done with work i don't get to go outside that much but um no, just keep on keeping on. Yeah, yesterday, kind of so, uh, I mentioned it, and we talked a little bit more about it in this week's episode, but um, I now live uh, above the Freelance Wrestling uh, Academy. Official. Yeah, and, like, it's, so it's just me by myself on this floor, um, and that's fine. I'm used to living by myself. Look, the first time I moved out, like, the only reason I moved out the first time, you know, was because i was at the time living it was my parents my brother my sister her boyfriend and my nephew and i was it was a small one one you know or three bedroom four bedroom whatever the fuck it was very small and i was like man i love these people but i'm gonna fucking kill them if i don't get my space and then i lived on my own and was like oh man i very much enjoy my own personal space you know i enjoy being alone um and that that was kind of the conclusion I came to around this time, which is, you know, I'm moving here now. I'm living here now. And it's great. Like a lot of people are like, how are you dealing with everything? I'm like, fantastic. Perfectly. I'm like, perfectly. I'm sitting around. I'm, I've just started watching Westworld. Great show. Great show. So friend of the show, Anthony, he had told me forever ago, he's like, you should watch Westworld. But I was finishing rescue me because the way I am, if I start a series, I gotta finish it all the way through through to the end. Yeah, and even though I've this is probably like my third, it was probably like my third, fourth time rewatching Rescue Me. Really great show. If you you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on like streaming on Hulu if you have it. Um, But I was like, all right, I'm gonna start Westworld, and fuck, it's so good. Like I, uh, I was trying to like save the episodes once a night, and then Friday, I was like, all right, let me get into episode six, and episode six led to all right i'll spoil myself in episode seven and before i knew it it was like seven in the morning and i'd been through the entire first yeah. season and i was like all right well i need to go to sleep so i can wake up tomorrow and start season two yeah. and it's so good like we won't get into any spoilers but um for any, i mean it's season one but i mean yeah. listen i know vivian i know vivian you haven't watched it yet you said you were gonna start watching it, and i hope you start so we can talk about it but there's a uh, the the man in that black hat Mm-hmm. when that i i figured that story immediately yeah um also uh the stuff that was going on with bernard same yep. thing i was just like okay these two but like it doesn't take away from my enjoyment of it like i don't know how you are with things like i love spoilers mm-hmm. but like part of like me loving spoilers is uh like i always think like once like something revelatory is revealed then I'm not paying attention to what's going on screen. So if I can see it coming, I can like savor. I can see all the foreshadowing. Oh, I see what they mm-hmm. did there. You know, whereas like a lot of times, you know, someone will say this guy was Mister X or whatever, and then you're like, oh, I didn't see it coming at all. And then you go, you got to go back and watch this. This way, I can watch it the whole way through. So um, I was I was definitely on Reddit, and we were all talking about. Uh, theories about stuff so that's always like this show's like really ripe for that sort of thing so Mm -hmm. and listen a lot of people have been like season one's great season two not so much i'm two episodes in i've been enjoying it so far 
and you know like based on how complex the show is i will give them a little bit of leeway if you know if they get a if they try to get a little too ambitious for season two because again like like season one it's just it's such a like having to explain season one right like even when i started season two it was like that recap of season one and i'm like even then i'm like i just saw this like it's a lot to fucking take in it's a lot to explain and it's it's great the beauty of the setting too is they can play with timelines because like the park looks the same no matter when someone's entering it Mm -hmm. and so that plays a lot into like is this person this person or when is this time period happening and like so they use that to great effect but um yeah I love Westworld. Westworld season three is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I won't get into it, but um, uh, so far I'm enjoying it. Well, you know what else I watched this week? Oh, hold on. Before we before we get to that, um, up front we forgot uh, the show's brought to you by the wonderful sponsors oh, yeah. of uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. We've got uh, the official sponsor, the the OG sponsor, since who day one. since day one freelance wrestling, who was supposed to present uh, in your warehouse. Yeah, an empty arena show. You know that would benefit the wrestlers. We had uh, WWE wrestlers Mustafa Ali and Ruby Riot that generously they they made two very generous donations. Yep. You know to to pay the wrestlers. It's going to be essentially a wrestling telephone. You know people would donate money throughout the show, and that money would be given to the wrestlers. Well, we weren't allowed to put in in your warehouse because we got a cease and desist from uh, a small company based out of Connecticut. Yeah. They said. Oh, Some uh, plucky underdogs. Yeah, you know, it might take away from all our business because our show, some of our shows used to be called In Our House. Yeah, and 25 years ago. 25 years ago, and it's going to confuse the market and, you know, go fuck yourself, Vince. Uh, so we changed it to Warehouse Wars. Unfortunately, <laughs> Friday, uh, J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois, said, nope, uh, we're issuing a stay at home, so... Basically, everyone's got to stay at home. You know, yeah. we... And it, it sucks because everyone seemed, you know, they were like, this is a great idea. I mean, I was there when, like, literally uh, Nick was thinking about it. And, he's and you know, Nick, once he gets it in his head, he's a very, I'm going to go do it guy. Uh, so it sucks. I mean, word got around. People were digging the, the concept and getting on board. And then I mean, life got in the way. Yeah, and listen, the thing, too, was... Because that was issued Friday. They said this thing starts Saturday at 5. If there would have been a way, then trust me, Nick tried to pull it off by saying, can everybody get here, you know, tonight? We'll we'll fucking do it at midnight, 1 a.m. if we have to, but right. just couldn't, you know, it just, it just yeah. couldn't be pulled off. So he, he tried his hardest, um, but, you know, so that wasn't able to get pulled off. Um, we don't know about the next freelance show. It probably won't happen. Yeah, you know, just based on the way things are going now, nobody knows when, when the you know when things will go back to the way they used to be. Yeah. Um, but listen, if if you want to go back and watch previous shows, you know that's what they did Friday, and instead mm-hmm. of you know airing the the Warehouse Wars, they aired. I know they aired the freelance second anniversary show that featured uh mustafa ali winning the freelance title from uh past guests in front of the show isaiah velasquez um so if you want to go back and watch some older freelance go to iwtv use the promo code freelance and you know you get a free trial you'll be able to 
you know watch some of their older shows um and yeah listen if you want to purchase some freelance wrestling t-shirts via pro wrestling tees do that you know nick is nick is doing his best to to help all these wrestlers right now it's very admirable you know i've I've said it a million times i'll say it until i'm out of you know so i'm blue in the face and out of breath uh nick is the best of us you know he is one of the most caring kind helpful people that there is out there and he will give you an arm and a leg if need be just to just to help yeah uh so you know that's that but dave why don't you tell them about one of the other uh sponsors of the show well we've got the cryptic closet.com uh friend of the show Vinny uh runs that and he's been on a hell of a run um he's been doing the the fanny devitos are getting picked up uh and going viral (laughs) i mean couldn't bad timing for most everyone but you know luckily he can stay at home and keep churning out these Fanny DeVitos. He's, you know, he's going to not have much else to do. But, um, yeah, uh, he's giving us 20% off everything on his site using code PWTCAST. And, you know, go ahead and grab yourself one of those. He's also prototyping some other things that we're privy to that we can't say. But, um, yeah, check out thecrypticcloset.com. He's got shirts, uh, little knickknacks, um, and you're helping supporting a friend of the show and... Uh, small business i mean it's small business it's him his mom and his brother that are you know putting these orders together definitely family run and you get a whole last 20 percent off exactly um and then uh we've also got m3 toys who man michael and monica you know they've they've been trying to family another family owned business you know it's a small business it's literally you know the the three m's and m3 toys michael monica and matthew uh matthew not doing much he's he's still a baby can't do much work but michael and monica they're they're sitting here they're they're putting in the work they're getting all the orders out you know they you know as long as they can they will be sitting here shipping out all these you know funko funkos toys um if you go to m3toys.com you'll see you know they have a litany of things up on their website i always single out the funkos because you know i I love them but they've got you know all sorts of sex appeal it has all the sex appeal. They have a ton of uh, fun stuff over on their website. And if you use the promo code PWTCAST, you get 10% off of everything. That's including pre-orders. Uh, so, again, help support another small business. Um, you know, use promo code FREELANCE. Go over there. Get yourself, you know, get yourself a fun toy in this time of need because, you know, maybe you can sell yourself a, a Funko collection. You know, maybe you've heard me talk about mine and you've gone, hmm, Funko sounds like something I want to start collecting. Yeah start now use promo code uh pwtcast and you know start building your own yeah and we also got uh hot topic another so, small business yeah. small up-and-comers um we don't have a code for you but you know listen uh friends of the show taffy and joe um great people and i heard i don't know what the status is about the hot topic stores nationwide now but they were saying that they were going to help cover employee salaries uh, which is a really cool thing that they were going to do. So I know I saw poor Taffy posting how she's like stuck working from home and yep. like a lot of people, especially someone like Taffy, who's so like active, active and yeah. outgoing, like to tell her, Hey, you can't go to work and talk to all these people and you have to stay home and you can't go play soccer and you can't go to the gym. Like that's got to suck. Yeah. You know, but Taffy, we love you. Joe, we love you. I was talking to Joe's girlfriend, Rachel, also former guest of the show. Um, about how we're both just like, man, you know, let's let's try and get through this fucking thing. Because, make the best of it. Yeah. yeah, make the best of it. But yeah, um, 
we, you know, before we start talking about our sponsors, uh, another thing that I watched was the first half of the Chris Benoit episode on Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, and listen, so good, so good. It was like I think. Uh, uh, did you see the first season of Dark Side of the Ring? I saw a couple of. I saw the Macho Man episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw the Bruiser Brody one too. But these guys are doing great. But this this one, I think this was one was extra the, good. The best one that they've done so far. Yeah. Um, they did a beautiful. It was, they did it really beautifully. You know, you see the impact that Eddie Guerrero had on Chris Benoit as a person. The impact that his death had, and those are two things that hit me hard because Eddie is my guy. Right. And then so just that always gets me. You know, if there's if if I ever need to cry on command, I always just think of like that video they did for Eddie when he died with like three doors down. Yeah. And it, like <clears throat> always gets me. Um, and Vicky but, was on there. Vicky was on there, but man, it was just seeing poor Chavo talk about like Eddie died in his hands. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. It, here's the thing too with like Chris Benoit, controversial sub- subject, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but you know what he did was messed up. But like that didn't erase. Uh, you know, he had a, a lifetime of good stuff. He was a family man. People loved him, and it just sucks what happened. So, I mean, but they, they did a good job. It's of like Chris Jericho it. talks. He's like, I'm talking about my friend. I'm not glorifying a murderer. Right. Which it's, uh, it's hard for people to distinguish between the two. Like yeah. Chris Benoit, you know, when I started watching wrestling, I didn't care for the, you know, for the outlandish characters for your, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time it would have been like, I don't even know. It, it was just, it wasn't the outlandish characters that drew me in. It was the wrestling. It was right. the Eddie Guerrero's, the Chris Benoit's, the Jericho's. The whole cruiserweight class. All you know, all those guys, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So Chris Benoit was someone that I was a huge fan of. I was yeah. a really big fan of his. Then all that happened, and it's just it's hard, you know. Like I <clears throat> I won't not go back and like watch some of his matches. Like I know some people are like weird. I won't I don't I don't necessarily go out and seek them, you know, but if I'm rewatching like an old you know, like Royal Rumble right. or an old WrestleMania or something, and he's on there. It's not like I'm going to skip past it. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it because I can very much distinguish between the two, and I get it. It's, it's harder for some people than others. And yeah. if you, you know, if it's harder for you, you know, that's that's just the way it is, you know. I mean, clearly he was suffering from mental illness. Yeah. And you know. so the guy that we're seeing, you know, probably one of the greatest WrestleMania moments of all time, him and Eddie hugging each other with the confetti. And we rarely get to see that anymore. Yep. It's but, gone. It's lost to the sand of, to, you know, yeah. sand of time. But that, time of that guy there wasn't the same guy that did what happened. You know, something happened in his brain and we're, they're still trying to figure it out, but and um, they'll probably get into it in the second part, but yeah, but it was, it was good. And, um, you know, the people that knew Chris spoke of him lovingly, mm-hmm. even, you know, uh, woman's sister nancy's sister was like you know i knew chris to be a great guy so it's just weird but uh yeah i mean of all the things that we could be watching that hit and i was like wow this is really good stuff so yeah i don't know how to get vice tv though um is it just on their website i imagine i mean i know they put it up on their youtube yeah same thing with all their episodes they're available on youtube um i was on vice ones vice new zealand yeah yeah it was a, oh, doc, a documentary yeah. Marty uh, Marty Doris and Cole Caban did. Nice. And then I show up in it. So, not to brag. Clearly stealing this show. Clearly stealing the show. Um, but, 
let's uh let's go ahead and get into this week's show this week's show is it was a really fun interview we had a uh, smiley kylie ray yes. who she has a distinction of being not only uh you know, know wrestler that we've talked to but also someone who's worked for pro wrestling teams mm-hmm. we get into that it was really fun i felt bad because she had to she did it before training you know like yeah. we we spent maybe what like two weeks yeah like, like two weeks just all three of us trying to like lock down because i wanted you to be here yeah you know like yeah and some schedule was not permitting at the time and it, it was you know fluctuating and so yeah, cause that, that's the thing for some of these interviews um it might have to be just me with the person right you know, in the next coming weeks we'll see we're still trying to figure that out yeah um but this one i was like dave has to be here yeah. and you'll you'll know why you know i specifically wanted dave, yeah. dave tell some fun stories uh, but yeah, I mean, she's awesome. You know, she's getting back into wrestling. There was a, a while there where she wasn't into wrestling and we don't really get into that. You know, I, I said it from the get go, you know, when, when all that stuff happened with her, I was like, fuck, I felt bad for her, you know, as right. her friend, because I'm like, this sucks. But also like as, as a podcaster, I was like, I've wanted, I want my friend Brianna on here. Right. And I want her to tell her story to talk to her because she's a fun person. I didn't want her on here as some sort of, yeah, some sort of like, oh, so tell me, you know, why you, and nothing like that. Because I have zero interest in that. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey. That's not what we do. Yeah. Didn't work out. Awesome. You know, hey, hey, you're in a better place now. Cool. That's what I care about. So there won't be, there's not any hot scoops in here, you know, if that's what you're looking for. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, But let's go ahead and get into our interview this week with uh, the one and only Smiley Kylie Ray. So when we first started this podcast, it was how the way we pitched to Ryan was uh, we'll have wrestlers along with staff members. You know, the the PWT cast featuring the PWT cast was the original title. But that's just a mouthful. A little on the nose. <laughs> yeah. To put on like a, a flyer or a T-shirt way too long. And we've had one person, I guess, so far that both falls into the category of a uh, member of the PWT cast and wrestler and right now uh we're gonna be talking to someone who also falls into that category because when i first started here five years ago there was uh it was it was just so much more smaller like our operation was uh shipping took maybe four or five hours throughout the day as opposed to like the ongoing thing that we have now where it's just people constantly going and uh i always knew when it was like what time it was it was always like one or two because I would always smell uh, food that had just been microwaved. There was always like a funky smell to it too, but it smelled good, you know, never bad. Uh, and that was because uh, our guest this week, she, like we mentioned, she falls both into that category. You guys know her as Kylie Ray, uh, but I just know her as Brianna. Brie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? We're, we're, we're great. We're happy to have you on here finally. Like yes. I know it was... <laughs> Thank with, you for having me. And I love that story about the smell. It was probably broccoli, which... <laughs> it was always broccoli. No, you know, always the worst. <laughs> well, that was the... A little rough. <laughs> that was the thing. Like people would always be like... Oh yeah, like it's lunch. It's lunchtime because you were just walking like with your food. But again, like it, and the one thing with me, I was always like, I, I was like never hungry, and then I'm like, fuck, I'm like now I want to eat. Now I'm getting hungry. Oh great, now it's second lunch. Like yeah, yeah I'm like, guess it's time for second lunch. And we were closer to Seven Eleven then too, so I was like, all right, guess I'm gonna go get like you know some chips or something. But it was funny, like when I first started, and they were like, yeah. Uh, that guy back there, Nick, he owns a wrestling company. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I thought only like 
millionaires own uh, wrestling companies. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 he owns a wrestling company. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. They're like, he's also a wrestler. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's also a wrestler. That's insane. A wrestler. They're like, they're <laughs> One like, of those wrestlers. yeah. They're like, you know, yeah, you know, Brie. I'm like, yeah. They're like, she. I, I believe you'd already been training then because it's yes. when you were you moved to Houston, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so, so I hadn't had a match yet. I yeah. They're like, training like yeah. She's also training. training. She's <laughs> moving moving to Houston. I believe you went to uh, Booker T school, right? Yes. Yes. I was like, Real what? I was like, Houston. she she's moving down to Houston to wrestle. Whoa, that <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, especially like again. This was like before. Now everything's like it's normalized. Like mm-hmm. there's a wrestling school here, and you know we're there's friends. Multiple wrestling schools here. Been but multiple. Of course, yes, at Pro Wrestling Tees, we're literally looking down on a ring right now as we speak, which is awesome. Like yeah. you can't beat that. You yeah, everything which, you need. Which is funny too, because like when Ryan got the ring, it was never his intention to open up a wrestling school. <laughs> it was just like High Spots was like, "Hey, do you want a ring?" And as much sure. as <laughs> yeah, and as much as he tries to like, no, nah, I'm I'm too cool for school. I don't. I don't like wrestling that happens. And I'm just like, yeah, of course. Like you're the wrestling fan. Yeah. You're the ultimate wrestling fan. Why wouldn't you want a wrestling ring? Like if you ever go to pro wrestling tees, like if you go outside the store, there's like a fake one mm-hmm. up there. I remember I was like, ah, oh, it'd be so cool to get in one. But now we just got to walk down the, down the alleyway. Yeah, and the first week we got it, everyone was just rolling around in there pretending <laughs> we're clotheslining each other. Well, I like to, uh, when Nick was like, yeah, these are the contracts for everyone. I was like, here, give me one. And like, I signed it. I was like, there you go. It's like, I'm your first student. He was like, awesome. I'm like, but I'm not paying tuition because I just want to be able to say I was the the first student of the freelance Academy. But that is like super cool though. Seeing how at first it was kind of just like a handful of people. And now there's like what? Three different tiers of classes. Right. right. Yeah. Even when I came back, I was like, well, like I was already paying, I think when I first started, I was paying tuition. I started with underground technically before I started at reality wrestling and I was still like, Hey, can I sign up here? And Nick's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, yeah, how do I like sign up and stuff? He's like, stop. He's like, don't be like that. I was just like, but no, it's like whenever somebody finds out about a school, they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to come. Like, please like let me. And it just opens the doors to like so many possibilities, not just for Nick and freelance, but also for like Ryan at pro wrestling tees. And like, even you guys, like now you guys are doing a podcast here. So it's like, it makes the company and the business and just like everybody involved like more dynamic and then just like more marketable. So it's like it's a good thing all around. So well, the fun thing with us is with having everyone come in. It's like, oh, the like how we pitched it to you before start. We're like, yeah, this is like a wrestling podcast, but not really. You know, we're not <laughs> we're not gonna sit here and be like, uh, what are your top five favorite matches uh, based on work rate and you know based like on <laughs> based on work rate only. And then on one are your top five based on emotion? Like no, none of that. You know, like we had. I tell a story time. We had Effie on. Probably went on for like an hour. We talked maybe five minutes of wrestling. And the rest was just like... Mandalorian. Just Mandalorian. Just us talking. Same thing with like oh Ethan. Goodness. You know, we had uh, Ethan Page on. Yeah. Maybe 10 minutes of wrestling. And the rest were just like talking Marvel movies and, and Power Rangers and yeah. stuff. Which is amazing too. Because yeah. it's like... Even when you said, oh, it's not like a wrestling-based podcast. We could talk about anything. I was like, like I'm like, I don't know if I've ever done a podcast that like wasn't dealing with wrestling so i was like i wonder what other interests we have but like it just goes to show like yeah marvel movies and then like mandalorian like disney plus we can talk about that and it's like wait we actually do have other interests and that's the thing too you know like if uh, like cabana and like jericho they've like they they got those podcasts where you they'll sit down (laughs) and tell those stories like we're never you know we're never gonna be better than them that's fine 
but I'm like, yeah, it's important just in different areas. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm more interested in hearing like whenever I'll see like an interview with a wrestler and they're like, yeah, here's this really nerdy niche thing that I'm into. I'm always like, I also really like that. Just like me. Right, right. Tell me more about that, please. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and then you get to get getting to know them because again, same thing with me with like it was you worked, you know, you worked there with us at Pro Wrestling Tees and then, you know, you left to train and then all of a sudden everyone's like, Kylie, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I know her. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, I used to work with her. Really? I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, you're like selling out the Logan Square Auditorium and that to me is like the coolest thing that, you know, you like I see Freelance is selling out the Logan. Hey, but you're you know you're carrying the you're the title. You're headlining. You're headlining. <laughs> We're all a team out there. So but it is cool. You you, you know like even blushing. I'm like, yeah. Don't receive them while I'm still learning how to. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like even I'll talk about it with um with Sarah Shockey, mm. friend of the show. She's where, amazing. Love her. <laughs> right. Like that's uh, it's funny. We we always mention that as well that. For for a while, this podcast was mostly just me and Dave talking about like Watchmen and Mandalorian. It was like, oh, cool. We just went 30 minutes on that. We also have this wrestler on or this person on. But a lot of the times, too, we're just talking about how awesome Sarah is. Like, She's we, so good. Right? She's like, <laughs> like, you mentioned you brought up, what, three different people now who are like amazing. Like out, even, of course, inside wrestling, but even outside wrestling, too. So it's like, it's always good to know like, the other side of people because I don't know I think that just makes us like more relatable and then like seeing like hey we are human beings too like mm-hmm. we do have other sides like it's not just like all our characters so it's well, like it's fun to see I credit Nick with a lot of that because we, we always tell I mean I specifically tell the story of uh I was on a I went up to Toronto with him Pat and Isaiah mm-hmm. and like I knew Isaiah in passing but he was always just like intimidating to me and just like <laughs> relatable you know like you know i mean at face value he's kind of an intimidating guy but then like that road trip i got to know both of them and now like you know for someone i was like intimidated by like isaiah will walk by and like we'll slap each other's butts or something <laughs> a here just a little bit just you know and same thing even with pet where it was like oh shay like that's pemonix yeah and now me and him will just sit down and talk about Yu-Gi-Oh for we recorded with him, and that's what it was. It was yeah. me and him talking, and Dave just off yeah, to the like, corner. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> but look, his eyes lit up. He's like, oh, you like Yu-Gi-Oh! too? And it's just, it's really cool to see, like, um, you know, it's not all, like, virtuous faces and dastardly heels. That A lot of times, wrestlers are nerds, too. Yeah. Well, More often than not, right? Yeah. That's why we get into this well, stuff. Well, <laughs> you know, like, getting to the point is, Nick, a lot of the people that he has around him are people that he likes right you know it's no one where he's like oh, well this guy's kind of a jerk but you know like they're a draw no it's people that he enjoys so it's always so like it makes sense that you know like you're the freelance champion because it's like yeah of course you're like the most like you, i feel like you personify like everything like he intended when he was like coming up with yeah. freelance and well, and nick's amazing too so it's like we know how good of a person he is so mm-hmm. like we know like i started out at freelance like setting up and tearing down and like doing the music or like if they needed somebody to like go pick somebody you know like that was Mm -hmm. just what i did like i was i would be there till like three four or five in the morning like cleaning up after the show so it's like we didn't get paid to do those things you know we did it because we we love nick he's an awesome person and and knowing how good of a person he is because like i like to say like wrestling isn't 
wrestling isn't crappy, but there's some crappy people within wrestling who make it not as much fun. But as long as you see like the good in people, like Nick is genuinely one of the nicest people I've ever met, especially within wrestling. And it makes us want to work that much harder for him because like, we know how good of a person he is, so we want to like give back to him and give back to like his fans because like he built this literally from the ground up, and like to be a part of something like this is amazing. So it's just yeah, he's he's awesome. And then like you see people like Isaiah and Pat who have been there like from the very beginning, and <clears throat> people like Robert Anthony and just like everyone who's been there throughout all of it, like even the not so great times. But we all like stuck together and like like came we have oh every company has its ups and downs but we were able to like power through and like make it what it is today and we owe like all so much of that obviously like 99.9 percent of that to nick so but yeah like you say like pat was intimidating pat is literally one of the nicest guys like i i originally started training with him he was one of the people i started training with so like i don't know feel free to cut me off whatever (laughs) no no you're fine great place to be it's like a family compared pat monix to like a human golden retriever Right, right. Yeah, right, which is very apt. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, he's just, like, happy to, like, talk to anybody about anything. And he's he sees the positive and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's- well, and, you know, and, like, with, like, positivity, Nick is also like that because I think all, all of us here, because we personally know him, we can attest to, like, when Nick gets stressed out about something, <laughs> it's almost always the end of the world. Right. But we almost always have to remind him, like, relax Mm -hmm. you were just you know like you were saying last week that it was the end of the world and then everything got better but it's because he cares so much you know like i've never seen someone like care so much about every small like he reminds me of ryan in that way where like ryan won't ever do anything half-assed you know like he we mentioned we're in like the new warehouse and it's when he got it, it was kind of like really old and kind of shitty and he's putting all this money into making it look nice because like it's a reflection of him, I feel. Yes. You know, like to him, it's like everything is a reflection of him, and like down to like he's like, I don't think these lights are bright enough, and we're like, no, no, no. it's. He's like, Mm-mm. we need to replace them with th- these specific, and we're like, okay, maybe it's like a minute detail, but like it matters to him, and I feel very much like Nick is like that as well. Like sometimes he'll be like, hey, what do you think about this? And he'll get like in depth yeah. about this like storyline, and I'm like, it's like tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah do that he's like, like are you sure things ever perfect but if we can get it to close as or as close to perfect as we are able to get it and that just it just shows the passion and and you feel that even like walking into freelance or even something like walking into pro wrestling tees like you feel like there's an aura about it like just from like the wood floors to like the paintings on the side or even like the pictures that are hung up like it's there's a feel to it like it feels natural or like comfortable and like you can tell that presentation it's not everything but it does mean a lot because that's the people's first impression of something so if if something is i don't want to curse but half no no you can curse all you want if if something is like half ass like people can see that so um and that's something that coming back up to freelance like i learned was you know think for Isaiah's because he's like taught me like the little things that like are truly important like something as good as like um your entrance and like hitting like little cues or like even Nick saying like um just like the, okay the entrance way at freelance or um I don't know it'll be little things that doesn't even have to do with the actual match it's like stuff that's outside of like the wrestling aspect of wrestling and how important things like that are like even for example this podcast is like it's my first podcast in well over a year for like 
super odd reasons, but <laughs> like that's another thing that Nick and I relate to each other is that like we get super crazy social anxiety and whatnot, but like that's something we have in common. And we've like, he's a big reason, like him, both Isaiah's like helped me tremendously throughout the summer. Cause like, Hey, we realize if we talk about stuff like that, like, Hey, we're not the only ones going through that. Everybody goes through that. I'm sure you two have had, mm-hmm. you know, situations throughout your life that have, it's probably relatable. Like, Hey, like we get anxiety, like stuff isn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like as long as we take a deep breath, it's like, it's not as over the top as we're making it to be. So yeah. And Nick's a very good person to talk to about that because as much as he's often like chicken little running around that <laughs> the world is ending, like I, and you mentioned that, like whenever I've been in those situations, it's always like, uh, this is what's going on and kind of just, and a lot of, a lot of times it's just telling somebody like, mm-hmm. this is what this is. And it's like, no, like you'll be fine. Yeah. Here's some clarity. And you're like, ah, Deep okay. Nice. And it's not even like just someone bullshitting you and telling you what you want to hear. A lot of times it's like, and, and Nick is all like, he's a very honest person. So if it is something you don't want to hear, I feel like he finds a way to like, well, uh, <laughs> right. it, it kind of, kind of shapes it in a way to where you're not just like, wow that was really mean no like he definitely cares but it's like a legitimate answer that he has for you and or like to the best of his ability and even if he doesn't have the answer he'll give you like a source where it's like hey maybe try this so mm-hmm. like yeah i can't thank him enough for everything because he's amazing that's this is literally like, he's a big reason as to why i'm here today so <laughs> yeah i mean even with us like when we when we started <laughs> this uh like we credit him all the time where uh, it was almost like a year to the day because I, I, I screenshot this. Well, at least as of the recording now, it was almost like a year to the day where I was, it was me and him, we were working and I was like, I think I want to start a podcast. And you know, Nick, he's like, yeah, do it. Right. Dude, yeah. do it. <laughs> you should do it. And he's like, encouraging. he's like, yeah. you should do it with Dave. And so I called Dave and I'm like, hey, uh, what do you think about this? Like, yes. Yeah. And then For like. Sure. Yeah, and we kind of go back and forth, and even then we're like, mm, like we don't know. Like we, how long did we wait to, before we pitched it to Ryan? It had to be three months, maybe. With like, we've told it a couple times, but we've got we went and made like a logo, and he recorded some stuff. We made like a big presentation, and we're like, oh, and we're like, oh, Ryan's in a bad mood, so we're not going to do it today. We'll do it <laughs> next Friday, and then next Friday was next Friday, and next Friday. Right. And it turned into a couple months, and then we finally just went in and pitched it, and uh, it was super easy. He's like, yeah, go ahead and do it. So we were we were scared for no reason at all. <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, did you want, do you want to hear the rest? The pitch was literally, like, you be Ryan, I'll be us. We're like, hey, Ryan, we have, uh, we have something we want to talk to you about. Oh, I forgot what he said. Uh, he's like, oh, he's like, no, I'm not going to give you any money. Right. <laughs> We're like no, 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 it's okay. We're like, uh, me and Dave, we want to do this podcast, the the PWT cast, the the official podcast for pro wrestling tees. Yeah, go ahead. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, do it. Okay, do you want to hear the rest of our pitch? Sure, sure, I guess. And it was literally as easy as that. You know, yeah. me and Dave, we were like. Ugh, pulling our hair out like wondering how we we're gonna and it was just that like the build up is more it's just it's usually fear of the unknown but like i'm guessing you had this entire like pitch and uh, we, sale presentation like powerpoint we, we had artwork <laughs> we had like mock-up t-shirts we had sarah record music for us yeah. like every we're in, nick he gave and us he this recorder like, yes. like you know that's like what i was trying to get to where nick's like oh here i have this recorder if you guys want take it and we're like 
well, how much do you want? He's like, no, 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 just take it. Good guy, Nick. Yeah, he was he was the seed mm-hmm. for this thing. Because even before, like, we're currently recording in his office because ours is still under construction. <laughs> but when we were like, yeah, we're gonna have a podcast, he's like, oh, uh, so if I, could I use him? I'm like, yeah, of course. He goes, all right, how much would I have to pay you guys? I'm like, I'm never gonna take your yeah. money. All right, right, right. <laughs> like you, yeah, you let us go to your shows all the time you sponsor our show you gave us this recorder where are we gonna be like okay yeah pay us by the hour like no you know get out of here um but when you started was pro wrestling tees a thing or was that i don't know yes it was so it was still like um it was still like because it's one hour tees pro wrestling Mm -hmm. tees and i think there's Right? Like Isn't seven other companies, yeah, right? Probably. That's why I was like, there's so many things, but yeah, it was definitely there. Um, but it, like you said, like they didn't have this building, they didn't have the building next to it. I don't even think the renovations were done because it was right when you first started. Mm-hmm. I think I was like, you, you I didn't had a little bit time, a little bit of time left before I picked up and moved. But it was like, yeah, like our shipping department was two people, and it was one person at first and then they hired on a second and I can only imagine what it's at now but yeah it would take us I mean we would still do it pretty much all day but it wasn't nearly as much like I can only imagine what it's at right now but you know I would I would make like one mistake at least minimum per day and I was like terrified because I like I know how much this like means especially to like I know how intense wrestling fans are and like Mm -hmm. passionate about like certain things so like I could only I would try to like put myself in their position, like if they got a wrong size or a wrong, um, a wrong t-shirt, like I'd be like, oh my gosh, like what the heck? Now I gotta go through all this trouble. So like I would always like take a, a sense of responsibility where I was just like, oh no, please don't mess up, please don't mess up. But it's like overall, it's like it's such a great place to work and like seeing where it was back then to where it is now. I mean, what that was like five well, yeah, years yeah, five ago, years right? ago. That's not a lot of time at all. No. And yeah, like how it's big exploded. it's like. Well, especially like for me coming in as just like a fan, like I've told, like I've, I've talked about it with Nick. I don't know if I've talked about it before on, on the show, but the week, it was like a week or two before I started working here, I went to Florida mm-hmm. um, with a friend. And when we were like at the airport, Ryan had posted something on Twitter about like the, the frequently asked questions. Because yeah. I don't know if it's still up on one hour tease, but if you go to like the frequently asked questions, it's like, a lot of just really like smart ass answers where it's like your staff member was rude. Can I talk to the manager? And it's like that person you talked to was the manager. Oh my just gosh. Things- so great. But he's so honest and so mm-hmm. blunt. I literally had that thought. I think like a couple days ago where I was like, I wish I could be like as, I don't know if it's a confidence or what, but just like so sure about any answer as Ryan, because he's so like, Hey, this is I'm laying it out for you black and white. This is what it is. Take it or leave it kind of thing. But like he's also a good person and mm-hmm. people might misinterpret that like any customer because like you think you need like basically to kiss the customer's butt, but in the and they like at the end of the day if the customer is being rude, like you're both human beings, you know? And he's very blunt. He's like, "Hey, this is it. Like take it or leave it kind of thing." But like still being a good person as he's doing. And I'm just like, that's so cool. Like I love that. Like I and I literally said, I'm like, I wish I could be like that rather than this like 100% customers always right kind of thing cuz it like no, sometimes the customer isn't right. So like we have to remember at the end of the day like everybody's human being, everybody's doing their best. And I don't know. Is that Which is funny cuz if you like if you see Ryan, he's just this like quiet, very we had a stoic. very stoic. Yeah. A, a ULAN representative once was like, 
which she's called them robotic. She was like, he, he seems a little robotic or cold. Cold is what she said. <laughs> and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, well, because he doesn't want what you're selling, lady. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he's very much like, like if, yeah, if I had that confidence, yeah, life would be a lot easier. But I'm always so like, like even with Dave, where I'll be like, are you sure is this okay? And you'll be like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, because I, I can change it. If, if you want me to change the description for this week's episode, I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Oh, but I, I remember, like, um, so I'd been working with Ryan for a little bit from home, like, as a freelancer. And, um, you know, he, he tried to hire me on. And finally I said, okay. I came in. And he's like, oh, I guess you should do an interview. And I came in. And he knew I was coming in. And I, they are like, oh, just go into his office. And he was just sitting there on his phone. I was like, hey, uh, it's me, Dave. I'm here for the interview. And he's like, oh, okay. And he just, uh, <laughs> I'm and picturing I, this a And I'm, bit. I'm like... talking to him. And he just acts like. It's like, like I was imposing almost. almost. I was like, I was like, I don't know if that went well. He's like, yeah. He's like, okay. I guess, I guess we'll hire you. <laughs> but like, if you don't know him, it it can be a little jarring. Yeah, like terrifying. But yeah. once you get to know him, it's like, dude. He and he treats his people so, so well. well, like so well. He's I. I was telling you, uh, the man. I mean, by the time this comes out, I, I think it'll already have been built. Uh, he's literally building me an apartment right now. Yeah, yeah, like that's wild. He's it's another one just like Nick, you know, like the fact like he shows respect to his employees and and he takes care of them. So like that makes people want to work ten times harder for him because it's like, hey, like I see you care about me, so like I care about you. Like this, it's like a give and take relationship. Like thank you for making this a good workplace. Thank you for helping us want to be here because you know work can be stressful but like the more you get along with everybody the more you all work together as a team the more you feel appreciated and show appreciation to others like you can't beat that like that's a positive work environment and not everybody is blessed to have a positive work environment so like i literally i just told nick earlier i was like dude this is such a great place to work like (laughs) well it's it's funny because eat like you know like you used to work with us and like the like the people that stuck around that were still here you know from like when you worked with 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 us like when you started to become like a bigger name everyone was like that's so great like we know you know like and it, it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah that's that's our guy you know our girl like that's you know like you used to literally just sit over in your little corner and do packages <laughs> and again now you're like main eventing shows and like it, it's awesome you know oh, oh don't, don't, don't cry <laughs> no please don't please they're there <laughs> <laughs> they're there um, but yeah, like it's, and it's fun seeing you because like, uh, you know, you mentioned like presentation, how you present yourself, like the kids love you, like everyone loves you, <laughs> but like kids, number one and, uh, Dave, why don't you, you tell your story yeah. because yes, so I briefly mentioned it earlier, but like, um, you know, I've taken my daughter to several shows before and, uh, like, um, I think you mentioned that like Logan square auditorium is like generally 21 and over but uh nick was like yeah you can bring your daughter she can go up on the balcony and um so the first show she saw you were wrestling against frank the clown and robert anthony and um you know she's seen a lot of women's wrestling and typically like the stuff you see on tv is really you know used to be called the bathroom break or you know a lot of times ladies don't get a lot of time and uh so she saw you fighting Robert Anthony and you were getting like ragdolled but you're getting back up and like you know and there's like certain point in the match where you just kind of snap and she's like wow that's so cool and then um you ended up winning the match and she's like oh do you think she'll take a picture with me and I was like 
yeah, I, I think so. We'll wait around. We won't, you know, impose. And you were kind of like cooling down by the stairs. And she's like, oh, she's like, she's like, I think we'll ask. So you said, yeah, sure. You were very gracious. And she was very excited. And like, she doesn't want me to tell the story, but like Peyton was like, <laughs> So if you see the picture, and we'll, we'll probably post it on social media, my daughter has like the weirdest looking face in this picture, and it's like, she's like, well, I went to go put my arm around her, but we were up against the wall, and I I think I grabbed her butt, and it was weird because <laughs> like, she's like, her butt was hard as a rock, but it was so sweaty, and so she pulls her arm up, and she's like trying to wipe it off, and that's right when we snapped the picture, um, but... No, I mean, she, she actually went to Send in the Clowns, which was her second free... No, that's no, probably her third. Mm-hmm. And again, you, you were like her favorite match. Oh. And she just, she loves watching you wrestle, so... Oh, I didn't know she... Or well, you had mentioned, I think she was at the, the last show again. But yeah. yeah, that's... Oh, so sweet. Like, just talking to her. And I always try to make time for the fans whether it be like a, a quick picture or anything like even if i just got beaten up the entire match yeah like, like sometimes i feel bad like even when when i'm not able to get to somebody because like we've all been there like literally like that that's why and that's a big reason why i would always try to like i don't know if it would i would say like focus on the children but like care about the children because it's like growing up we didn't always have like the positive role, at least for me, like I didn't have right. a lot of positive role models. So, and I'm not to say like, I, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but if I can like try to have some type of like positivity in any child's life or just anybody's life in general, like I didn't always have that growing up. So I was trying to think about like the fan where like I've had situations where I've been so nervous to ask somebody like, think about it when you mm-hmm. meet your favorite, like your idol. Yeah. Like I've had it before where I've tried to ask somebody for the autograph and they just like kind of shoot me away. And I was yeah, just like, very, yeah, right. And I was just like, so upset again. It was like technically a heel that I asked, but I was just like, Oh man, like I always want to be able to make time for somebody, even if it's just to, you know, brighten their day for a little bit. Like, who's to say, I don't know what it would do, but I would like to think, like, even somebody who literally just waves at me on the street. Like, I'm like, oh, that was nice. Like, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I always try to make time. I Sometimes I make, like, way too much time. <laughs> so, like, it'll be like the building is, like, closing. They're like, all right, come on. Like, why is your line still long? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I wish I could get to everybody. But, it, like, trying to find the balance of, like, respecting my time and also respecting their time. But, like, I will... I give so much of my time to this because I, I know what it's like to be in the other person's position. So like, I try to make it like as like friendly and just, I don't know, nice as possible. Like, I don't know if I'm doing a good job at it, but like, I really, I try really hard. I I definitely think you are like when kids start showing up to freelance dressed as Kylie Ray, uh, like you're definitely, you're definitely doing something right. That's it's so humble. Thank you. Well, like honestly, like it's still hard to believe. Where I was just like, no, somebody hired that person to do that. Somebody hired that child to dress like. <laughs> no, I was just like, it's it's hard. Like it's hard to take in sometimes, and it's it is truly humbling because I realized like I don't know who had said it. I think I was listening to some podcasts, but they say as many people as we, I think, or something along the lines of as many people who are who we can make their day brighter. That's as many people as we can also hurt. And I like. Do I never want to like hurt people like I'm yeah. always like I don't know I have a, a habit where I'm mm-hmm. like a people pleaser I don't know if you guys are or not but oh, I'm no, trying, yeah. trying to be, right it's like I'm like oh I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I'm just like okay we gotta like come back to terms with it but being in that position and I'm not even in like a big position or anything but like 
you know, in any type of position where it's like, hey, we have this outreach, like we we should be a positive influence. Like, I definitely try to like, like I don't even want to curse on this podcast, but I was just like, yeah, like trying to find that sense of like realism and like being a human, but also being that positive role model for like people who might not have a positive role model role model in their life. And I don't know, I'm going on a tangent. So no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> well, it's funny too because it's also like we're in a time where like everyone's so accessible. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up, I grew up watching wrestling a little later, like right before social media was like a thing. But if I could have been tweeting at Eddie Guerrero, telling him how much like I I loved his WCW matches, or just how you know how much I loved just him in general, I would have. Right. You know, like you mentioned those. Like I've had, I had one bad experience as a kid, and oddly <laughs> enough, it was with the John Cena, where he just. Uh, where, no, this, just, but yeah, and we yeah, hold on to it. Yeah. Please tell the story. No, you don't have to. No, 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 no. I'll tell. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told it. This was uh, it was the first house show that we ever went to, mm-hmm. which. Again, I was so confused because I was like, SmackDown's on Thursdays. What are we doing? I think it was like a Saturday or something. I'm like, what are, what's going on? What this? <laughs> oh, yeah, super confused. Uh, but it was just like a SmackDown house show. And then afterwards, this was a United States spinner title, John Cena. Yes. And I'm Love like, it. Dad, I'm like, everyone's waiting over here by the cars. Like, I just saw Billy Kidman. Like, uh, I'm going to wait here to see if I can see Eddie or John Cena. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and my, my sister waited with me for a little bit, but then she got cold cause it was like snowing and everything. Mm-hmm. And so she goes back and I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll wait a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm going to wait. And then if they don't come out, whatever. Cause I had like a Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero sign as well. Uh, and so John Cena comes out and he's just shaking hands, taking pictures with everyone. I had like a, a disposable camera and I was like, Hey John, can we have a picture together? He looks me in the face, says No. And just goes and signs and takes pictures of everyone. And I was just like, I was like, what, what did I do? Like, you know, for the longest. Just a kid. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm like 12. What the fuck? Right. And so for the longest, I was like, mm, I hate John Cena. Yeah, but now I'm like, like, hey. Like, I, what? we don't realize, like, the other side of that. Like, we, mm-hmm. like, we as fans, and I'm talking, like, fan side of Brianna, where it's like, we expect so much out of that person, where it's like, hey, no, sit here and sign every single, every single autograph, sit here and... and post for every single picture but it's like dude they just had a match like they're human they might be tired we don't know what happened to them leading up to the match we don't know what happened after the match we don't know what's going on in their personal life like we don't know how they're feeling at that moment and to sit there and expect that and, and just one of millions yeah. like literally mm-hmm. we expect so much out of that and that and might it's have like, been like the 400th time they did that today. right it's like so. we don't even think about that but like we're so like i've had that i'm just like oh he didn't sign my like what the mm-hmm. heck he told me off and i'm just like okay let's try to think of it like what else could this mean like let's not take it so personally and that's why i've tried to like be better about seeing things from both sides because it's like hey this might not mean what i'm thinking it means exactly so, and he know? and he totally redeemed himself years later where at uh uh, WrestleMania New Orleans, which whichever the last one was in New Orleans, uh, I had like third or fourth row because it was like AJ versus Shinsuke, and I was like, I gotta fucking see this live. Um, and they were doing the whole gimmick with Cena where he was sitting in the crowd and he's like, I'm not wrestling. <laughs> Loved it. And everyone was just going up to him, and I, I remember at first I was like, mm, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna go say hi. I'm just like waiting and you know doing my stuff, and then I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll get up. So I go up. And you're just waiting in line to, you know, say hi to him and shake his hand. And it's my turn. I go up to him. I, I go to shake his hand. He shakes my hand. He goes, oh, uh, pro wrestling tees. Mind you, he's just shaking my hand the entire time with this giant ham hock of a hand. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like, oh, pro wrestling tees. 
uh, no, thank you. I don't need to make any shirts right now. But if I ever leave the company, I'll let you know. Thanks. And just shakes my hand. And I was like, nice little personal touch. Fantastic. I I don't think I said a word to him. It was just that. And I was like, awesome. I just like walked away. And then later on, I, I don't know if I've told this story too. There's like some fan who dresses up as like Superman but it's like a WWE logo. Mm. I've seen him at like some shows. He was sitting like two seats next to me. Okay. So I'm just sitting there on my phone looking down and then just hear, oh, excuse me. And I look up and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to sign up for pro wrestling tees. Like, <laughs> and he's like, would you mind calling him? And I'm like, hey, uh, he's calling you. And you know, like I like they take a picture together. Right. But I just remember I was like, oh my God. I was like, what if he came up to me? He's like, hey, I'm sorry for... Uh, snubbing you for a photo outside of the Allstate Arena. How bad would it have been if he's like, what did I say? No. <laughs> he's like, no, I told you no. I told you no. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's, it's funny too, you know, like you said, we all get that with like, even like you, we used to work with us, like we're super friendly and like forever I wanted to ask you to be on the show, but you know, there was a, you took a little break from wrestling <laughs> and I remember that was like around the time we started the show and I remember I was like, yeah, we were talking about it. Like, uh, Where I was like, I damn it. I was like, yeah, because like legitimately when we started, we, um, what do you call it? Uh, we like, we made like a list, you know, like people want to have on and like you were on there. And that was one of the things where I was like, she's taking a break from wrestling. I was like, I, you know, we're like, we don't, we don't want to, you know, bring her on thinking there's some sort of like agenda. Yeah. I was like, we'll wait. Yeah. yeah. And even like, hey, yeah. Just and even like when we finally did ask you, I was just like, oh, let's just, let's just ask her, let's just ask her. And then, like, I asked Isaiah's first, and I was like, all right, finally have the confidence to ask Izzy. And then, like, I see you too, and I was just like, uh, hey, Bree, do you, and, like, I think you were just like, yeah, sure, let's yeah. do it. And I was like, Whew. it was, like, just, like, a weight off Don't my back. put bank. my presentation away. No, yeah, I'm yeah. Just I was like, I, I had a PowerPoint and everything. Yeah, right. But, I mean, it's the same thing, you know, where, like, as much as, you know, I'm like, oh, it's my friend Brianna, it's also, like, oh, that's Kylie Ray, the freelance, <laughs> yeah. the freelance world champion. <laughs> But no, I'm very much, thank you for all that, first off. And second, I'm just, um, like, when it comes to friends or people who, like, like, I'm very much about vibes. And, like, that's what, like, Nick, he keeps people close in a, in a circle, especially his inner circle, like, good people, people yeah. he gets vibes off of. And, like, I'm pretty much the same way. Like, if I get a good vibe from somebody, like, 100%, like, I like to see the good in everything. And, like, mm-hmm. I know, like, we know each other. We don't know each other as much, Dave, but we're getting there. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> high five right here. Yes. Um, which I get a good vibe from you as well. And, like, the fact that, like, we're friends, like, I'm 100%, like, help your friends first. Like, love yours 100%. Like, I just seen, like, a tattoo that said that I think love yours. Like, I love <laughs> it because it's, it's true. Like, we got to take care of our own. And, like, I, like, I don't know what else is going on, like, in the world, but I'm very much, like, I love to help out everyone, especially people who are close to us. So if this is something that, like, helps you guys out, like, it's also, it's helpful on my end, too, because, like, there's a sense of, like, therapy when it Mm -hmm. comes to podcasts, and, like, it's very therapeutic, and it's, like, we, we talked about wrestling. We talked about stuff that didn't have to do with wrestling. So we talked about, like, just the positivity in life and you know like who's to say like i wasn't having a rough day or like like even on the way here like i was getting nervous i'm like trying to think of stuff i'm like okay what am i gonna talk about like what if this is awkward like blah blah blah. and i'm just like dude this was not even the least bit awkward like this is like probably one of the highlights of my day if not like the entire week so like i can't thank you guys enough for even having me on well yeah that makes that that makes us happy because even same thing where i was like all right i'm like what are we what are we gonna talk about and it happens usually all the time like even like we uh interviewed cabana like 
maybe like maybe like a month ago you know same thing where it's like oh, fuck what, what are we gonna what, what do we talk to him about because this guy's done it <laughs> yeah because this guy's done it for a while he knows all oh, like he's a king of, he's the king of podcasts <laughs> and yeah same thing as soon as we sat down it was just like before we knew we we're like oh oh no like an hour's passed by like colt like uh we both got to get out of here and <laughs> but i mean that that's like the fun of it yeah. you know just yeah, like you sure. mentioned it's therapeutic yeah, that, that, that's us sitting here just, you know. Rent. I can only imagine, like, your guys' side of it and, like, having to, like, ask people. So, like, that takes a lot in itself. So I can only imagine how tough it is. Like, right, I saw you guys, like, setting all this up beforehand, and I'm just like, I can only imagine. So, like, kudos to you, props to you. Like, I I have a sense of how difficult it is, and, like, even after today, I even have even more of a sense. So, like, all the props to you guys in the world and wishing you the best of luck. If you ever need somebody again, please let me know. We'll do a twofer. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because, yeah, like a twofer. We'll very quickly, we'll wrap it up with like, we have like two questions we ask everyone. Cause I mean, same thing. Like, we could literally, like, if you didn't have class, I, I feel like we'd probably go on for like another, like, hour. the same thing like happened with me and Izzy. Me and Izzy sat down. I had no intention of talking to him for almost an hour and a half. And then we just sat there talking and it was like, Oh man, I'm like we better like go. yeah. I'm like, we're like we both have things to do, and we left. Right. Uh, so definitely, you're, you're hearing it first. There's definitely be a part two, especially because you're right here. Yes. You know, like the wrestling. I think that's the best part too. That there's so many like cool people over there. You know, like there's you, there's Izzy, there's Bryce, there's just all these people where it's like, oh yeah, of, of course. Why don't we just be like, hey, come up here and we'll talk about whatever for you know, however however amount of time it is right. um but the one we have two questions we ask everyone who comes on here the first one is do you remember your first piece of like wrestling merchandise whether it was a shirt a toy like i always talk about how mine was uh i'm your poppy eddie guerrero shirt oh yes um the first piece of merchandise that i i bought right um okay i wasn't sure if you meant like that i put out as a wrestler oh, no no no, okay, no, no. The first piece of merchandise. every piece of every t-shirt you've put out in order of your favorite. Go. No. Uh, yeah, right here. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, the first one that I bought. Okay, crap. Let's see. That was sixth grade. I know I had a Goldberg shirt in sixth grade, but I think earlier than that, it's fifth grade. And I had, I think it was either the Word Life shirt, the John Cena old like yeah. baseball tee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the evolution shirt okay yes which i they were the bad guys i wasn't a huge fan of them but i had gotten it like as a present and i don't think i was allowed to wear it to to wrestle or to school because it said like get get laid get paid Mm -hmm. get made or something (laughs) that's super inappropriate for a middle schooler but yeah i want to say it was the john cena word life shirt and um Except, like, growing up, I think we had, like, the Stone Cold action figures and whatnot, like, mm-hmm. where you twist their nose, and they're like, ah, my nose, or whatever. <laughs> it's funny you mention that, because, like, I think I think we're, like, pretty close, like, in age. Mm-hmm. And one of my first, like, it was, like, in sixth grade, I had a John Cena chain gang shirt. Yes. And on the back, it was, like, if you want some, come get some. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the other kids are, like, tee-hee-hee. And I'm, like, I don't get it. I'm, like, I don't, I don't get it. What, what's so funny? Again, I was like in sixth grade, so I didn't get it. Dirty minds. Yeah, I can only imagine these like teachers in their twenties are just like this fucking kid has this shirt that as this very just asking for it. Yeah, right. just we don't asking know any for better. It. We're yeah. just like, yeah, of course, John Cena. Yeah, or like a DX shirt that had like that like their butt cheeks on the back or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like little like drawn. It was them crotch chopping on the front, like animated, and then on the back it was like they're. 
yeah it was like their asses and i'm like yeah why didn't any teacher tell me like hey you can't wear this <laughs> yeah. you can't wear these two grown men's butts like showing on the back um but the second question is what's your favorite piece of wrestling merchandise like um, currently or forever forever like, anyway yeah like, again like uh, i mean with me it's almost always usually that i'm your poppy shirt just because like it was you, you know it's like eddie was my guy yes. and that storyline was just insane like as like a seventh grader where i'm like what that's his kid and like yeah what is going on that is a good oh my gosh that's a good question oh my god uh, let's see i I don't know if I want to go like emotional route or just like in general. What's Either you can go, you do both. Who cares? No, no. Can I ask you what's yours, Dave? Uh, my favorite's uh, so the first one I bought was an NWO glow in the dark shirt, mm-hmm. and then my favorite's the regular NWO shirt. I'm a big oh, NWO guy. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good one. See, like I have emotional attachments, like such. A, I don't know. I want to say like. Or mm-hmm. like I have this Macho Man zip up where you zip it all the way up, and like it has the glasses on it. You know, I'm like a huge mm-hmm. Macho Man fan. Um, but that's something that like I currently own. So I don't know. Oh, okay. I I don't know if this counts, but the WWE um, WWE unscripted book does that count? Yeah, yeah, that okay. counts. Yeah, because that was like the first look at like the inside. Mm-hmm. Like I was really big on like. I didn't know what that it was called, like the behind the scenes stuff, but I wanted to know like about the wrestlers. Like I wanted to know like how they got to where they were. Cause I didn't know anything about like I didn't even know about anything about the indies, even like past high school. Like it was still real to me. Like mm-hmm. I was very much like into training where people are like telling me things that I was like, What? That's a thing? Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Well, like I should have known like all this stuff. <laughs> like the ring breaking and stuff. Like all that. I was like, wait, what do you mean that's a work? Like blah blah blah. So like um just learning like the ins and outs and like just people's background story. Like I think that was like the coolest part and like like wrestling brings so many different cultures together and people from like so many different like backgrounds and like everybody has their own path and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So seeing like how everybody got to like this little, little big industry, mm-hmm. I'll say, cause it is kind of like its own like underground feeling, mm-hmm. but like it's a, also a sense where like, especially with social media, everybody knows each other. Um, but like back then that wasn't like as publicized, like it wasn't as norm to know about like, the personal lives of like the wrestlers and stuff like we had to get that through like you know purchasing a book or something like that or like right. going like, like big shows not walking around in a singlet all day right yeah. like what do you mean he goes home and he relaxes and, <laughs> what do you mean his name's not big show like that's that's his, that's not name. his driver's license no. yeah right, right, right i think you'll get a kick out of this and i i know i i haven't told you this story before uh but so again like i didn't get into wrestling until like i was about 12 okay. and Went, or maybe like 11 11 12 and i was all in when i was like i was just like i want to know everything i want so at her school's library uh they had like all these wrestling books and you could only check out like i was super big into reading in general so i was like all right these are the books i want to read and then they had like these other books and I, it was all like wrestling ones and it was kind of like that just like you know you learn insider stuff where i'm like wait what like yeah okay i'm like fuck i'm like i need to check all six of these books out <laughs> so and i think the, the statue of limitations is probably passed i i hope but so our school's library was up on like the it was like the fourth floor or something like that um so i opened up the window and because 
over the window was where there's like there's the like garden or whatever so i just like chucked these books and threw them out because i knew odds are they're gonna land in these bushes uh-huh. so i threw them in there and then like i was just looking at the clock waiting to get out because i was like maybe like seventh period or something like that so i'm like all right i got one more class to go so as soon as that class finished i like run outside go and all the books are just right there right in this bush and it was like easter i'm just sitting there just picking out all these books Stick it to the man yeah no, and like and i my mom might still have them like in our like library at home it was just like six seven books and they're like, like thin ones too but it's just you know yeah. like oh this is you know, big show, real name, uh, like Paul or yeah. whatever, and just telling you information. So I would love to see you go and return those books like tomorrow. Oh, like I just, <laughs> just let me come with or record it or something. Just record it. <laughs> like, hey, sorry. I, think. I stole these. Sorry. And they're just like, yeah, you're, you're going to jail. And I'm like, yeah. I was, I was 11. They're like, yeah, uh, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> but Bree, uh, where can people, where can people find you online? Uh, if you look for me, I'm on Instagram. I think currently that's the only thing I'm on. So one day we'll get everything back. But currently Instagram at I am Kylie Ray. So find me there. We're posting a little bit more frequently at the moment. So we're we're uh, we're do we're dipping our feet in. That's I'm like, the I'm Kylie in, facts. Yeah, I'm oh, enjoying yeah, the, the, yeah, the Kylie facts. <laughs> the fun facts of the day. Yeah, now, well, again, thank you so much for for doing this. I'm glad I finally got over. We go over. We got over our hump of. Uh, wanting to ask you and yeah like we're, de- we're definitely gonna have you back on at some point because i don't even think we scratched the surface of <laughs> any of the things that i was like oh we'll talk about this this or that because i mean we're all just went to chatty gaffney's and yep. but we love it right yeah thank but we love it so yeah and thank you and uh anytime you want me <laughs> or we're gonna keep her to that because <laughs> you know, sure. we have yeah. it on tape now <laughs> all right thank you Thank you to uh, Kylie Ray, Smelly Kylie Ray, for that. Yeah, I, I felt bad because it's, it was one of those interviews too, where uh, and it happens all the time with us. Where like, you know, do you want a podcast? And they're like, yeah. How much time do you need? We're like, well, how whatever time yeah. you have. And they'll be like, all right, we could do half hour. And then it keeps going, and where I'm, just, I'm just I, like, I kept looking at the time. I was like, yeah. oh no! Like all three of us just like <clears throat> kept looking at you know at the clock, and it was, it was just like, all right, come on, we got to get you out of here. But she was so, I mean, she probably went 10, 15 minutes over. And then afterwards, she was like, anytime you guys want me back on. Yeah. So and she's one of my favorite wrestlers, male or female. She's one of my favorite people. Yeah, you know, like super her, cool. Yeah, I one of my favorite things is so her and Isaiah's will like occasionally tweet things because I mean they they live together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always just like fun, you know, like he's like, I think the other day he posted something where he's like, Oh, you know, we're, we're going to the store or something like, hurry up. Are you ready? And she's like, hold on. I'm trying to follow this pizza chain on Twitter or something like that. You know, she's again, but one of the, one of the most awesome people, you know, I, I, I love, yeah. I love whenever she's around, you know, I'm, I'm glad she's back into wrestling and that she's, you know, yeah. picked that back up again because, to a lot of people, she you know she's a really big deal. She means a lot to them, you know. She's definitely something that wrestling needs more of. Yes, non-shitty yeah. people. Yeah. Speaking of shitty wrestling people, um, off the bat, fuck Braun Strowman. Did you see his tweet? No, or I his heard post, he said Instagram something post. and then he deleted it. Oh yeah, what I did he say. Oh, I can find <clears throat> it. And it's just like it's one of those things where it's like because it's kind of been the sentiment online. Fuck Braun Strowman. I was like, what did he do? Well, it's it was I don't know, I, I got to pull up right over here. Um, so Evil Uno posted, you know, something like, uh, you know, hey, support, you know, wrestlers, uh, GoFundMe, mm-hmm. Patreon, so just try to support independent wrestling. You know, a lot of people are out of yeah. work. <clears throat> to which, 
Uh, and it was through his personal Instagram, which if you go to it, it's like, this is Adam Shear, not yeah. WWE Ron Strowman, blah, 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 whatever. So he goes, <clears throat> here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bill stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, but I couldn't afford to live. Uh, I couldn't afford to live. So instead making instead of making a GoFundMe or Patreon wanting someone else to take care of me i went out and worked harder than i ever have in my life to get to where i am what happened to being accountable for your own actions and for anyone that says that's that's easy for you to say um you were a wwe superstar and uh fyi seven years ago i moved to florida with everything i owned in a kia soul with 150 dollars to my name when i started this so he's basically saying uh don't be poor yeah, some people weren't born as gigantic freaks. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, what would this guy be doing? Exactly. It's just it's so stupid to be saying in a time like what this. Sh- like I love Braun Strowman too. Fuck that shit. Like he's very much drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, and like it's that it's that type of attitude. Okay, we're always positive, but like a smidge of negativity. It's that type of attitude that makes uh, Seth Rollins eye roll inducing to me because he has that same energy like anytime he got in an argument he's like look at my bank account it's like well fuck you is is that what you wanted to be the guy that says look at my bank account or did you want to be a great wrestler Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so fuck that shit yeah Yeah, support support indie wrestling support indie wrestling like and again if you don't have the means to you know help these people out because a lot of people are out of jobs yeah you know a lot of people are out of work right now and you know like even with us we're 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 closed you know we might we might be able to you know work a little bit i don't ryan's still trying to figure that out but as of right now like we're not working yeah we don't we don't know what's going on yeah and like it's you know i think most like i know i have a little bit of money saved up just because Mm -hmm. you know it's just I've all. That's just the way I've been. You know, always right. make sure I have something in case something Squirling like this happens. Away. Squirreling some money away, but not everybody has that. A lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. What I mean, what a shitty thing to say. Exactly. Like, hey, sorry, we don't all have. We don't all make seven figures in fucking dirty, bloody uh, Saudi money. Like, and again, listen, you have shitty. You know, you have shitty people making. You know, seven figures, whatever. I don't know what he's making. I assume he's making a lot of money through WWE. Surely. Talk like that. And then you have your Mustafa Ali and Ruby Riots who say, I'm donating this very generous sum yes. of money. Your show's canceled. Keep it. Pay the wrestlers right. anyway. You know, you have. What's wrong with altruism? <laughs> Why be like. I mean, essentially, he's saying if you donate to GoFundMe's to help people that have entertained you and put their bodies on the line and uh, slept in cars, that you're some kind of rube. And that oh. you're contributing to the quote unquote problem. Also, like you're not a wrestler. You're not, a, you know. Yeah. You you were a strong man, and you showed up, and they. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a big guy. Here you go. Yeah. You know, as opposed to someone like an evil Uno, who I think he was the one who busted it originally. Who like who's been busting his ass forever yeah. as an independent wrestler, yeah. and finally got his big break. And he's using the plat, you know, because he has a big break. Yep. He's trying to use that platform to he like. Remember hey, where he came from? Exactly. Can you like John Moxley? This motherfucker, he's like, you know, because that that OTT show had got canceled. Yep. He donated generously to that. Yep. He's donating generously to like a bunch of these wrestlers and wrestling companies, and it's like that's what you should be doing at this time. 
I mean, it's not what you should be doing, but it's like you look at someone like that who can see it's like, okay, I have the means. I have, you know, I have the means to help people. Yeah. Let me help. Not, and, I'm going to be shitty and go on Instagram and tell people, hey, the solution to this is don't be poor. Yeah, listen, I know it's not the same thing, but I know, I could say almost with 100% certainty that when he started out, he was probably a stuttering goof with two left feet and people helped him and mm-hmm. they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as helping someone pay their bills, but like, come on, man. Someone could have looked at you and said, oh, make it your own way, figure it out. And, you know, that's the thing. he didn't have to go up through the Indies and pay his dues the way other people did. So he just, you know, he's ignorant. Very ignorant, but, you know, and, and enough of that because, again, yeah. We have a lot of Back to positivity. yeah. We have a lot of real awesome people like you know you mentioned Kylie Ray, yep. Mustafa Ali, who they've done a lot for wrestling and um, oh Jesus Christ, that's holy cow! <laughs> they've done a lot of positive for wrestling, and that's what we just we need more of. Yeah, you know, right now it's listen, it's a scary time right now. No one really knows what's going on. Like I mentioned to Dave, I was so I was more I was just scared on Friday because everyone was like Pritzker's going to shut everything down and yep. like I'll be fine. But yeah. in the back of my head, I'm like, well... You have friends that might not be. My friends and my family, you know? Yep. If my sister, if my nephews need something, and I'm on lockdown, I can't get to them. You know, yep. same thing with my parents. Like, my dad's a diabetic. He's, you know, it's, it's just, it's a lot of things like that. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta try to stay positive. For sure. And watch Westworld so that we can all yeah, talk about Westworld. it. Um, so, yeah. So, there, unfortunately, we have no uh, fan of the week this week because... Yeah. You know, we we're, we're distancing ourselves. We're distancing ourselves on top of uh, all week long. I was worried about, you know, like okay, is our government gonna shut down and right? Is it gonna be martial law? Is it gonna be the purge? I mean, my wife's grandma was around for World War Two, and she said, "I've never seen anything like this before." How crazy is that to think? So, Jesus. Um, but no. Um, Speaking of helping people out, I know Braun Strowman's probably not going to contribute to this, but we do have a staff employment oh, yeah. fund. Um, you know, there's a few people that can work from home, but the majority of the people have to be on site to do their job. And because of the way uh, Illinois is right now, those people have to stay home and unfortunately can't clock in. So um, what Ryan's gone ahead and done is he's utilizing the power of the fans of Pro Wrestling Tees and says, listen, if you want to order some shirts, you can also tack on an extra dollar. We've got the staff employment fund, um, and we're just going to take all that money, pull it together, and divide it evenly amongst the hourly employees. So um, if you want to help support a brand that you love and that's helped uh, independent pro wrestlers and uh, people across the industry worldwide, uh, go ahead and go to prowrestlingtees.com, order some shirts, buy some merch from some of your favorite independent wrestlers. They could use it. And um, if you can, and if you can spare a dollar or more, uh, go ahead and add to the the staff employment fund. Uh, it's real simple. There's a little pop-up that goes on in your cart, and you say yes or no. And uh, hopefully a lot of you say yes and kind of help keep the ship afloat for some of these guys. Yeah, like, um, I, know there's, I know there's people that we work with who, you know, they've got a, they've kind of been online like, oh, send me money, and it's like, well, you have a full-time job. You shouldn't really be asking for right. handouts, um, Castro. But, you know, with people like you and I, uh, you know, like I've, I've had some people ask, like, oh, can I buy some of your T-shirts and stuff like that? 
don't worry about us right now. You know, me We're and good. David will be fine. If you want to, if you want to help support us, if you want to help, you know, if you want to buy one of our t-shirts, spend that money on that employment fund. Because again, like yeah. Dave can work, Dave works from home and yeah. you know, I, I do enough stuff here where I'm, I'm kind of like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I work from home and Berto's home at work yeah i'm home at work so we're technically we're good yeah. uh if if night one of the per yesterday <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I'll, I'll tell this story um i went into the shop to grab because i was like moving stuff I'm, mm-hmm. i still have stuff at my old house so sure. i'm bringing boxes over and i went to go get like one of the little the uh, i don't recall it the fucking pulley trolley little thing the, yeah whatever dolly dolly yeah. so i went to the shop to grab the dolly so you know i came in unset the alarm you know, didn't set it back because I was going to go back there and, and leave it. And uh, I come over here. I'm like dropping stuff, dropping off stuff. And <clears throat> Ryan, Ryan's like, what are you doing? Like not on the, you know, taking off the alarm and not setting it back. He's like, it's night one of the purge, you idiot. <laughs> I was like, it's like five minutes. Yeah. I was like, I'll go back down and set it. He's like, it's okay. I already set it. Don't worry. He's like, I'll call you when they start breaking the windows. I was like, Ryan, I don't have a gun. I don't have a fucking two by four with a nail in it like what, what am i what am i gonna do so, last week we had uh julia barkin on can you imagine what it's like to be holed up with ryan right now in the he's probably going insane gnawing his arm off thinking what's going on like if any of you know him he's he cares very much about obviously the business but also the employees and so like i mean i've talked to him and he's like what the fuck are we gonna do mm-hmm. um so we're figuring it out yeah we're, we're figuring it, it out and so, yeah, again, if you want to, you know, if you if you love what Dave and I do and you want to, you know, buy buy a T-shirt to yeah. help support us, take that money and donate it to, like, the employee fund yeah. instead. Because, again, we have, like I said, you know, Dave and I will be fine because there's things that we can do around here. But there's a lot of people that work with us that they just they can't come in. Right. And that's their job. And that's, you know, it's like that they physically can't come in and do stuff. And, yeah. you know, I'd rather I'd rather help them before, you know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather fucking don't worry about paying me pay these people before right you know and any listen, of that comes if if i can't eat for a while i've got reserves <laughs> obviously i'll be fine for a while i've got my quarantine food that i can't touch i've, oh, I've been eating like trash yeah oh i had i told berto i had steak for breakfast like three like three days in a row i was like this is unsustainable but like we had to get rid of stuff out of the freezer to make room for like our new supplies and i was like Yes, I guess I'll eat steak right now. But yeah, I'm currently. I have to. I gotta cook some of this quarantine food. Yep. I I can't be eating out every day. It's just no. it's not good. Um, but again, thank you to everyone who you know, everyone who's listening, everyone who's stuck around. Next week will be an at home episode with Dave and I. We yep. might both literally be at home. Yep. Uh, I don't know. But uh, listen, if you have any questions, you can send them over to scrump at pwtcast. You know, we'll go ahead. It'll, it'll kind of like our older shows where we dot com pwtcast.com. Uh, a lot of like, the older shows where we used to answer questions. Um, yeah. You know, send anything you have, you know, any any questions, any comments. Yeah. You know, on our social media too. Yeah, through our social media as well. Yeah. If you want, you know, if you follow us, we're uh at PWTcast on both Instagram and Twitter. Um yeah. Or if some of you guys follow us on our personals, you know, you can send us questions there. Which by the way, I don't know if you saw because you know, we were in the middle of getting ready for all this stuff. Kevin Aldridge sent us a message on Twitter making sure we were fine. I haven't replied to him. Did he? I haven't seen it yet. No. (laughs) 
I, I, see, I, I was uh, driving and I got the notification. Clifford Frazier uh, followed me yeah, while, he, while we've been recording as he followed me on social media. Um, very happy. But uh, thank you, Kevin. You're, we're not featuring your sweet voice on this episode, but uh, you're very much with us in spirit. So, okay, Next week will be an at-home episode. If you have any questions you want us to answer on air, you know, it's Dave and I, so we can sit here and talk for hours. Yeah. And we'll... And we literally talked for an hour before we even picked up the microphone. Yeah, okay. I mean, again, Dave, you know, Dave is, you know, you're like my older brother. So we sat down and we talked about God knows what. All the gossip. All the gossip. Yeah, especially when you're not in the shop. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, can you believe, you know, fucking we dunked on this person and everyone went, oh. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, guys, uh, thank you for everyone for listening. Um, And uh, (laughs) I've run out of things to say, Dave. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Well, uh, for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.